Hi, my name is Kim. You're listening to Historia. All right. Hello, everyone who are listening around the world. My name is Kim, your host for Historia Podcast. And today we have Judley Casa from Cambodia. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning to you, Judy. How are you today? Yes. Yes. <laughs> How about you? Oh my God, I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing awesome right now. You know, my my morning's great. I just had my breakfast. Haven't had my coffee yet, but I will later. So, and and you look absolutely sensational. So, all right. <laughs> That's good to hear. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you look great. Also, it's good to see you like for a very long time. <laughs> yes, good to see you as well. Like, it's been years since we last last seen each other personally, right? Probably yeah, three years. I think three that was years. Our, I don't know. Yeah, three years ago. Go. <laughs> yeah, I went home that... to the Philippines, but you weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> We haven't seen each other. Oh my. So this is going to be a very exciting episode because tonight or today we will Mm -hmm. be covering about uh, your journey, your your life as a teacher Mm -hmm. in Cambodia, right? So Cambodia is an interesting country. It's also located in Southeast Asia. So uh, first, give us a picture of Cambodia. What does it look like? What's the environment? Um, what 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 are the places that you can go to? The best spots or yeah. yes, um, Cambodia. Actually, before I came here, I don't have any idea what it is. I just knew about Angkor Wat, how great that temple is. But I I myself haven't been there yet. <laughs> <laughs> so Cambodia, I live in currently living in Phnom Penh, so it's in the city. Um. Of course, as what you expect in the city, a lot of buildings, right. busy people, busy traffic, everything. So, uh, but other places that we can go to, we we sometimes go to the riverside. The riverside, um, when you compare it to um, Iloilo City, it's it's like that. Like you can go beside the river and then just have a walk or a jog. It's like that. Yeah, and. You can ride a boat going to the other part of Phnom Penh. And uh, the transportation we usually, I I usually use um, tuk-tuk. I ride tuk-tuk every day. But it's like the new modernized tuk-tuk. Yeah. So that's the mode of transportation here. There's no jeepney. So you have to get a tuk-tuk every day. What's it? It it's like um the tricycle. Oh, I see. Cambodia. Um, it's originally from Thailand, I guess, if I'm not mistaken. But it it's a modernized one, so they called it rickshaw. I don't know. (laughs) So (laughs) the the real one is very big, and there's uh one motor, and then there's like uh. 
how do you call it? Like you ride at the back. <laughs> oh, this is like a tricycle. What, what, one wheel <laughs> but the in driver front. is in front. Yeah, well, the driver is in front, and then the what you call it? I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, two wheels at the back. Okay, I got it. Yeah, the passengers at the back. I will send it. I will send a picture of that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really bad at. Yeah, describing. there's some. There's some here in the Philippines for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. some. Yeah, and uh, I think you have there already this modern tuk-tuk in Iloilo. Right. I saw hey, one. <laughs> that's amazing. Phnom Penh, right? It's in Vietnam. Again, please. Am I, am I correct? Phnom Penh? Phnom Penh? Uh, Cambodia. Cambodia. <laughs> Cambodia. Cambodia's oh. capital. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Where I'm in I thought it was in Vietnam. Oh my God, terrible. Uh, but uh, it's okay because um, uh, Cambodia and Vietnam are like uh, beside each other. Yeah. You can go to Vietnam through bus. Can yeah. go ride a bus going to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, so close. Like you can travel to you know when when you go to Vietnam or Cambodia, you can also travel uh, by land. Oh, in, yes, in Thailand, right in Laos. Yeah, also, you can yes, you can travel going to different places by land if you're from if you're coming from Cambodia. Wow, <laughs> it's fun <nice>. before. <laughs> now you cannot. <laughs> uh, yes, of course, because of the lock the lockdowns and the, you know, everything. Yeah. So for sure, travel plans uh, is tra- yeah, travel plans. <laughs> you can't go to another country unless. Like you have right. travel passes or whatever so yeah now uh since you're 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 teaching there in cambodia how was it different mm-hmm. to the philippines how how different is it um in terms of management it's uh very different i'm not really different but of course they're really um differences when it comes to managing a school or teaching in a school because they have different beliefs or culture than us. So um, we have to uh, adjust to their culture. Uh, For example, um, you cannot pray. In the Philippines, right? Before we start our class, we pray. We start our day with a prayer, thanking the Lord. But of course, it's Cambodia and most people here are Buddhist and we're not a Catholic school so right. <laughs> uh, it's different so you just start a day like greeting each other and then you have to be aware of their customs like um, there's not much but yeah so I, I really cannot differentiate it because uh, the way I teach here is kind of dissimilar to what I do mm-hmm. in the Philippines back then so just the i don't i mean just the <laughs> just the um, uh, language maybe it's hard yeah. to teach them especially young kids because they they they're really not good in english or haven't learned english yet so you have to learn the basic kamai um words or commands so that they right. will follow you and Oh yeah, there is a difference. Oh, I forgot. Um, there we have a teacher assistant in our classes. 
Oh. So in the Philippines, right, you manage a whole bunch of kids, like 30 of them by yourself. <laughs> Here you have like one or two teacher assistants. Oh, they're, they're okay, Cambodians that's... and they can speak to the child if you have something to say to the child and the child cannot understand you in English, they will like translate it for you and help you in your class. Yeah. It's like um they also communicate with you in English, but they communicate with the kids sometimes with oh, a live uh, interpreter. Yeah, an interpreter. Yeah, and they re- also manage your classroom. If you're not around, they will do everything oh, for you. I love that. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's yeah. amazing. It, Just... That's why it's kind of um, easy to to teach because you have someone with you teach, uh, helping you with your work. Like, um, I forgot to get my materials. So the teacher, you just ask the teacher to get it for you. Or right. get the workbook of the kids, yeah. or help the kids go to the toilet. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. You have to help them. <laughs> right. yeah. and and now that we're like pretty much in the in the pandemic, right? So I think yeah. most of you are now online, right? Online. We are now online, online teachers. Um, yeah, but this month. Just the beginning of January, we came back to physical classes. Wow. Face-to-face classes. Yes, we're back. So, yeah, finally, (laughs) (laughs) after a very long time, we're finally back in the classroom, teaching face-to-face. So, it's exciting. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. You know, pretty much in all many other countries, they're they're still online. Uh, Here in the Philippines, it's online. People are doing modules, uh, doing Zoom mm. classes. So there's a, there's a lot of adjustments between the teachers and the students. So yeah. I think right now they're they're pretty much adapting into it. I mean, it's, it's how many months now? I don't know. So, but, oh, but it's almost a year. Yeah, almost, it's almost a year. A year kid. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's amazing. You know, people are just adjusting, trying to live with it. And yes. yeah, that's all. Try to adapt to the new normal. <laughs> Correct. Right. So uh, how how was it different to, you know, online, online teaching versus, you know, general education setting? How was it different? Um, it's very different and very difficult. <laughs> I think all teachers will would agree how difficult it is not be not to be able to physically see your 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 learners or your students in the classroom. And right. in the classroom, you have to be like all out energy. You, yeah. <laughs> you prepare you prepare your materials ahead of time. Now during online classes, you have to prepare like. A lot of stuff like your 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 PowerPoint, your um realia, like the real things that you have to show to your kids online. Yeah. It's very difficult, especially in my field, which I'm teaching children with special needs. It's very challenging. It was one of the most challenging part of this pandemic, teaching children with special needs online. <laughs> Because, you know, as we all know, these kids, um, 
really need like you know physical prom you have to tell them you know, look at me but you cannot do that on the on online yeah. online classes like i'm here i'm here <laughs> yeah <laughs> and yeah and of course aside from it's very challenging for us it's very challenging for the parents because they don't know how would how would their child react to you know this type of classes um but good thing my kids were able to you know achieve their (laughs) our goals even during the online classes it's like good thing oh my gosh thank you for cooperating during the online classes but i'm happy to see them um online i mean uh personally (laughs) yeah so they they enjoy classes more now than we do online classes because they have a lot of uh they regress a lot during online classes but because it's new and they cannot see me personally i look different on the camera (laughs) (laughs) so like who are you i don't know you (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes you know they're just kids when they wake up in the morning their 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 emotions are not as as like when you wake up in the morning oh i have to go to school i have to work or i have to attend a classes for them no they have to follow a routine so that they will go through that they will go have to go through a day so they need to follow that and if uh during the transition from physical to online classes it was really a challenge for us because it's new it's a new routine and we have to manage that with the help of their parents it's yeah. just like a teamwork so finally yeah. <laughs> good thing that teamwork work yeah <laughs> I'm so that's happy awesome with, i'm so happy with um, the cooperation of my parents for <laughs> their children <laughs> yay good thing i have a very cooperative parent yeah <laughs> You know, I really salute those, you know, those bad teachers, those uh, teachers who are teaching uh, children with, you know, with uh, special needs because it it requires immense patience. There's a ton of patience that you have to, you know, you have to deploy. You yourself, you have to be patient. You have to be uh, adaptable. You have to adjust to the situation. And you really have to assess. You know, or really have to assess that situation, or, or you know, assume the worst case scenario. What if? What if? You know, all those what ifs, and and I'm glad that you're able to you know handle that. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, my my job. Right. It's, it's really hard. That's right. Okay. Now, aside from patience, what's the most important trait that helped you overcome the challenges of being a teacher by far? Wow, <laughs> that's that's a hard question. <laughs> let me let me see. <laughs> um, aside from patience, well, you know, my job requires a lot of patience. Yes, you yeah. have to have like very very long one (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i think it's more of the your passion teaching these children 
kind of cliche, but for me, if you don't love these children, if you don't want them to develop their skills, I think you will not last in this field because it requires not only patience, but, you know, uh, understanding not only the child, but for their parents that, you know, um, that this is my goal. This is what I want for the child to um, overcome or to develop. So it really requires, you know, love for them because no matter how tiring it is if you if you see them you know a little bit of progress you you will feel like oh i sh- i think i should do more <laughs> so it motivates <laughs> you wow. to do more uh, for every time i look at my children well i call them my children i'm still yeah. young i'm not yet married <laughs> but i call them my children <laughs> um I see, you know, the hope. So I I wanted to do more. I want to help them more. So I think it you need to have love for them <laughs> in teaching them. Right, that's correct. <laughs> you know, I think you know nobody would last in in any kind of profession without love for that profession. Yeah, and for right? yeah. No, <laughs> I think many other many other guests already said this. You know, if mm-hmm. you, if you don't like what you're doing, then mm-hmm. you're not gonna last. You may you may last probably a year or two, but in the long term, or if you're gonna stay, if you're ever gonna stay, that that brings you unhap unhappiness. Like if you know, there's no fulfillment if you don't love it. Right, there's you're not fulfilled. You're 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 stuck. Sometimes there's there's that feeling that you're stuck, right? Sometimes yeah, it's like you're inside a bubble, and when yeah. when will I come out like that? Correct. But, um, in the long run, uh, I think that's what was was my struggle back then. Is when I was new here, teaching these children. It's very challenging. I cried a lot. I feel like giving up already because they're not progressing. Every day is like they're melting down in front of you. You just mm-hmm. had a bad night. And then when the morning comes, there goes the children. They're melting down, crying, screaming. You don't understand them because they cannot talk. They don't know what to do. So you yourself, you have to be very calm. And like, yeah, we got this. Relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> plus plus the, the language barrier, right? The language barrier—they're yes, non-native. Yeah, especially the language. That's right. It's also one of the challenges of teachers here. Of course, we're in an international school, and some children doesn't understand English. They do, but a little. So you have to be, you know, patient with them, and you have to overcome that right. barrier. Amazing. Good thing. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I'm so still here. <laughs> I really salute you for doing a good job there, and also your oh. colleagues. You know, I my my yeah. our colleagues there in, in the theater group, yeah. right? Last yeah. uh, maybe They're last the last <laughs> few years, we've been together in the same group. So, you know, I I I was very confident that you can 
you can overcome those challenges and you know there there's a lot that we have gone through before right so yeah, we've learned a lot <laughs> <laughs> in right. theater it's a lot of training so it you know it took like three years of training in theater so when i got here it's like mm, yeah we got this <laughs> i've experienced um way way uh higher than this challenges that i'm experiencing now so I'm like, mm-hmm. we can do this <laughs> yeah <laughs> we always overcome the challenges that we face so as long as we're like together we're a team so we Correct. can get through it right <laughs> that's awesome now when it comes to english how how important is it especially to non-native english speakers you know it's, I, it's just a generic question but i wanted to ask you this why why okay. english is important especially to those non-native speakers um aside from it like a universal language yeah. i think we were we were um thought that it's a universal language that's why we need to communicate in one language that you know everybody everybody understand so here in cambodia it's really important is um most people here uh their teachers are foreigners so they wanted to learn the language they wanted to communicate with others and if uh i think i i i mean um they are very good english speaker even uh on your regular days they they're very uh they know basic english so it's not really hard because i think they they were able to get that with you know talking to foreigners daily so for them uh it's really huge part of their you know learning that they they know the language because every day they deal with not only local people but foreigners because there's a lot of tourists here yeah yeah and filipinos <laughs> <laughs> everywhere i go they're filipinos really like i think they're you know filipinos are just one of the largest diasporas here in the world right they're scattered all throughout yeah. you know, the philippines you will really um you will be amazed when you go here because you will look like you're a local but when you talk to your language oh philippines uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, would, they would recognize right away wow that's amazing yes but they will call you local first because i don't know filipinos look like you're a local right. <laughs> i always get to to be asked in i don't know in in the in Kamai <laughs> when I go to the mall it's like uh, uh, no no <laughs> oh yeah oh, oh. <laughs> so, like the sales yeah. the sales lady would say oh you're a Kamai okay okay <laughs> oh that, you know that that's pretty amazing because you know we you mentioned that we look like the same that's because I think that's because we have we are in the same continent we are in the same region yeah. <laughs> right which is Saudi exactly Asia so yeah. <laughs> you know and, and common common uh, uh common 
appearance or yeah from a structure of a nation is like they're short they're they're five yeah. more than five feet yeah. tall um sometimes even lower right and of yeah. course they're pretty and beautiful <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. I can't relate to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's amazing. Now, what do you miss in the Philippines? A lot. <laughs> like what? Especially, I mean, not the Philippines alone, but the, mm-hmm. our our city. <laughs> yeah. I miss not the Philippines. I just Ilo Ilo City alone. <laughs> oh. That that particular area for sure. Yes. Your hometown. Yes, I grew up. I grew up in Iloilo City. Yes, Uswag Iloilo. <laughs> I'm <was> like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess it's a beautiful city. Like, yeah. Right. It's a very beautiful city. It's Indeed. a city of love. It's where my whole life was, you know, built. <laughs> Right. So I miss Iloilo City. The sunset in the Iloilo City River, in the river, Iloilo River. The Esplanade, I miss Esplanade. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, I talk about this a lot with my friends there. Whenever they have, they call me, I was like, oh, I miss the place, this one. This right. And, and the picture yeah. of the sunset, it's Instagram worthy, right? You can definitely. I actually that. have a lot of pictures of the sunset in my Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> we always do. So, uh, I actually love taking photos of the sunset way back there, especially uh, when I work near the Esplanade. So, like every afternoon, we wait for the sun to set and it's like, oh, let's yeah, take, let's a, take picture, a picture. But I only have like 15 enjoy. minute break. <laughs> Yeah, and then take a walk at the Esplanade. It's like, oh, it's a fun thing to do, and it calms you. It gives you relaxation. You know, if you're having a bad day, just go there, breathe some fresh air if it's fresh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. I like because there's a lot of trees there, right? And it's um, right. uh, the uh, there's anti-smoking uh, law there, so oh. you can freely walk there, and you know that. The air that you breathe is good. Unlike yeah. here, I mean, not comparing, but uh, of course, I'm in this in the middle of the city. So just imagine your life in the middle of the city, not much trees, and like there, you know. Right. And then you cannot have like a walk, like yeah. you do there. You can have a walk, right? Here you cannot because there's always busy streets. I always take a walk in the riverside because. It's really where they do exercises. So I go there. <laughs> right. You know, especially in the city, there's mm. this, I would call this an absence of you know, nature, you know, absence mm. of natural, uh, how, do, well, how do you call this? But something natural, right? Because in the city, you know, all you can see are tall buildings, saw you know pull you know it's already polluted covered it's smog uh cars all around so it's noisy right and it's it's just phenomenal how how that how a place 
in the city can be you know can can have both the nature and you know can mix them at the same yeah, time that Iloilo city yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean Build, even now yeah, i miss it <laughs> yeah last week i i just went there i i actually missed it i i really yeah. miss my lifestyle there it's yeah. you know because in the city you have all you all have access to it you you have you know, access to everything right you can yeah that's that's right right <laughs> so now tell me about some of your experiences you know i just want to go back with your your life as a teacher so yes. tell me about <laughs> your most memorable most memorable experience as a teacher you know teaching those differently abled persons oh um wait let me scan <laughs> let me check <laughs> do i have because every day is like a memorable day you will never forget right. <laughs> um probably when i don't know when that happened but you know when you when we reevaluated or did the evaluation again with my first students um And every time, every time I see him, I I feel amazed, <laughs> and uh, how he he progressed from non nonverbal to you know now very very talkative. I mean, he he talks a lot. He communicates wow. well. He knows what he can now say what he wants. He can say. Uh, your name without asking him and he remembers a lot of things so it's kind of memorable every time i see that kid it reminds me of my first day with him and my current day with him so so it's like yeah he's like uh he's my uh um, how do you call it like not the trophy but it's like a reward for me it's it's rewarding for me to see him right. every day before it's, he's like this now look at him it's rewarding as a right. you know as we all know this kid doesn't usually have um or doesn't progress it's visible <laughs> <laughs> his progress is very visible so every time i see him i i go back to those days that I really had a hard time with him. I was crying. I was telling my boss I have to resign. I don't want to I want to I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I'm tired. And my boss said, "Can you please give me another month and month and month and it became oh. years." <laughs> so it's like something that, you know, I have to look back to and say I was able to go through it to to be patient with him. He he also. No, I'm not only teaching him, but you know he's teaching me to be um, more of a person, more of a teacher that is um, helpful to any student. So he taught me patience. He's 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 the one who made my patience this extra, extra, extra long. I was very uh-huh. patient then, but now it's extra, extra long, and very relaxed, calm. You know. So he taught me that. Right. <laughs> he was a very challenging child. Right. He was my first student here in Cambodia. Not my very first, but my first student uh, that 
uh, really grew up with me. He's now like five years old. When I was with him, was like two and a half or turning three that time, where he yeah. just turned three that time. You know, <laughs> there's this fulfillment, right? Because you're you're seeing that yes. kid, you're seeing that the child become that persona that you wanted to, that he wants to be, right? From from yeah. this guy, from this little guy, no no no, no. Oh, it's just like, oh my, how I'm gonna deal with this? And then, oh, this is how I transform them. I'm so proud of this guy. Not really I'm, like transform him, like just help him. Right. To, help him to tra- transform into this person, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, ha- having the these steps to become that person, to become that better person, vet, better per, better version of, of himself. Better. Right. <laughs> right. You're rapping <laughs> Rate your happiness levels from one to ten. Oh, happiness level. <laughs> Do I look like I'm happy? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, of course you're happy. I can see I mean, that you are um, now, right? <laughs> uh, happiness is um, a very hard, a hard feeling to achieve. But when you're contented, you're happy. So I'm contented. Ooh. So I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Tomorrow I'm not happy anymore. <laughs> um, well, today I'm very happy because I'm I'm able to see you and talk to you about stuff that I want I I I do now like catching up with you, so I'm happy. And then yeah, today is a happy day. <laughs> so it's like ten. Yeah, ten. Oh wait, I just had my my first cup of coffee, so it's like ten. <laughs> wow, <laughs> with coffee, I love coffee. So that's gonna be ten. Yeah. Yeah, let's claim it. Claim it. Always start your day with a coffee. <laughs> yeah, you know it's. Uh, you know, I started drinking coffee when I was in. Call center when I was oh right. Those during college, right? Not really in college, but yeah, you know, I I started drinking because I was working at night, right? Oh yeah, you can understand you the <laughs> work of a, a call center agent. You know, they have to work at night yeah. and sleep at yes, I do the morning, that. right? So, yeah. what's your favorite kind of coffee, by the way? I'm a hard person, so I like americano. <laughs> <laughs> the black one, black black coffee. Yeah, the black coffee, ice americano or like hot americano. Awesome. <laughs> Every day, <laughs> sugar free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um I got this um habit or like I got addicted to coffee back when we were doing theater. We have to stay up late. At McDonald's. Right. <laughs> oh, is it okay? <laughs> yeah, my house and our university is near McDonald's, so yeah, uh, we stayed up there like until three in the morning. So, yeah. like, we have to be awake, alive, <laughs> <laughs> and need the you know the the uh, what you call this artistic juices to be. To right. come out. <laughs> those those we're ideas. All like 
the 3 a.m. Yeah. ideas, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> like uh, I've been staring at my computer for or laptop for like since nine in the evening, and then that's 3 a.m. I got an idea <laughs> <laughs> with, of course, with with my team, our team, you know, Manangwala, Manang SJ, especially Manang Dozel. So yeah. <laughs> I just want to give a special shout out to them for being, uh, yeah. you know, being ga- my previous guest for my podcast. I just want to oh, thank you're them. Right. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you for supporting. <laughs> I really appreciate you all. So, you know, we yeah. got this, this Anuela, <laughs> right? Anuela Losanias, you know, episode. I don't know. I forgot which episode. Then Mom Sarah, Sarah Animas, episode yeah. four, very first guest. Very first guest, so a uh, huge shout out to her as well. And Miss Joselle, right? Is she's yeah. in Thailand right now, Bangkok Community Theater. Like she's living yeah. that dream. Wow. Yeah, she's still there. I'm yeah. so amazed. Shout out to them. She's shout still out there. Them. Yeah, we were we were like um one team. Uh, I had one more like Jaslyn. She was with us then. Right. And those were like nights when Grishano was made, you know, our major first major production after 10 years. <laughs> it was like, it will leave with me wherever I go. Like, yeah, we, we mount a production this big. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like an experience that I would really talk to anyone. You know, awesome. I've been to into this theater, we did this and that and this. Right. Just an amazing experience because it taught me a lot. Correct. It helped me become someone that I am right now. <laughs> yes. With those experiences. So, so we wouldn't be like, we wouldn't like be uh, this this kind of we d- wouldn't have this kind of interaction if you know without theater. Right? Yes, that's right. We we won't we won't have this interaction <laughs> if all, we don't know right? each other through that theater. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, and I wouldn't be here if. I haven't met my then just classmate to theater mate and now they're my yeah. workmate. <laughs> so and and also to all my listeners out there, just want to we're we're uh, forgive us if we're sidetracking a bit because <laughs> yeah. it's just want to mention one one play that we made. It's called Graciano Lopez Aina. It's he's a national hero of the Philippines. Born in Ilo, Ilo City, and yeah, you know, we made uh, it's like a biopic, right? Biopic about him, a bio. Uh, we did a lot of research for that. Yeah, a lot of research, <laughs> a lot of. I got to meet time. the authors of the book themselves we and the document. descendants, direct descendants of him. Yeah. So it's, it's really an amazing part of my college life. Right. You know, you're so you're so friends with them, and you know every time every time I'm bored, I sing the songs that we made, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes like do myself like talk to myself and, and like I'm in a production, I'm still in that production. Yes, is, and, and and you uh, know what? Really big. <laughs> yeah, th- those songs were memorable to us, especially that it's illegal non and original originally produced original composition. Can you imagine that we were able? To, <laughs> I, I wouldn't have even imagined that. Yeah, 
imagine myself being a script writer for that play and research researching for that. I mean, like, imagine yourself translating a a deep English uh, book um, describing the life of Grishana, and then you translate it to your local language. Translating it translating it to Tagalog is already hard. How much more translating translating it to our uh, our language uh, translating it to Hiligaynon with you know with the uh, artistic side <laughs> right. uh, you have to make it very very artistic or well articulated it's hard especially if you don't really talk or don't know the 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 language well yes you have to go back in time right you have to go back in in yeah. the 19 19th, 20th century, you know, that, that kind of era. You have right? to experience Spanish. it yourself. Yeah. What would you feel during that time? So it, it's a really fun process. It's a fun journey to finally get that. A lot of challenges, especially um, during the time that we have to, to get the, the venue, the people to be there. It's, it, was, it was quite amazing experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Everything. <laughs> Everything from from just a mere like late night talk. It's like, what if we want we will make a production, <laughs> and then to you know being <laughs> brought to different places in in the Eagle. So it's really fun. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, well, that was like sidetrack. Okay, go back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go back a little bit from. You know your your life in Cambodia, like. All right, what's what's your best advice? Like, do you have any pieces of advice to people who might want to go to Cambodia or maybe pursue a teaching career, especially in, in you know, to those who are differently abled or you know, special. Um. Okay. Uh, so first, if you wanted to. About this, if you wanted to work abroad, you have to be very um, what you call this? You have to be a risk taker, you have to risk right. everything if you really wanted to go uh, to a new country. Um, my experience was I'm fortunate enough because I have people that I know here already, but if you don't have like someone you knew in a foreign country that would be very challenging so you have to be um careful very you know what they, what, what what's, what's the term um mindful of what you do and you know you have to be very open you have to be a person of culture because you will be dealing with people who have different beliefs and culture and you might be shocked on how they do stuff here or do their things here. So you have to be very open with that and very understanding, respect, uh, respectable of their beliefs. Culture. And, yeah, and culture, especially their culture. And you have to respect that. This is how they do this and you have to adjust yourself to that. Or if you cannot do what they do, you have to be respectful on their culture. Yeah, so yeah, I just want to, in that case, I want to yeah. quote an old one. Uh, uh-huh. When in Rome, do what mm-hmm. Romans do, right? 
when you're yeah. in, the... when in Cambodia, do what Cambodians do. <laughs> <laughs> But sorry, I really can't. <laughs> right. It's very hard, right? Very hard, given that you have your own norm, you have your your own you know, values yeah. and beliefs, and you have to respect others, right? So, yeah. it's just amazing. Okay. Just amazing. <laughs> and um, I really wish or hope that more teacher or more aspiring teachers would take this field also, because it's it's challenging and it's fun. <laughs> I love for those aspiring teachers who love challenges and fun at the same time. It's this field for you. No, <laughs> I was just kidding. But um, really, if you really love children, you wanted to help them grow and develop into someone that they wanted to be. Um, Please be a teacher. <laughs> like I'm reading, like why would why would people want to be a special education teacher? I too doesn't know how to be a real special education teacher. I just, I just you know it's in the process. I'm uh, loving it because um, I'm one of those um, product of you should be a teacher <laughs> from your parents says like you should be a teacher <laughs> and then you get this course or this you went into this field not knowing what to expect no idea so yeah no idea what is happening really but when you're here you have to be um open with the happenings around you <laughs> the <laughs> learning the experiences especially that you're dealing with children with uh, different special needs so you have to, to deal with that to cope up with uh to make a plan for them like individualized plan for them to be able to um uh function in the way that uh it i mean in the way that in the future they can do it independently or guided less by other people. <laughs> and then, you know, the yeah. world needs more teachers or, you know, particular yes. to those. We need the, the world needs more teachers like us. Yeah. So please be a teacher. <laughs> I don't know how to I don't know how to motivate people, Kim. So I was like, oh please be one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's um, if you love kids, you you like to to you like them to learn from you. You, you be a, you become a teacher. I mean, um, it's really hard to choose this field because it requires a lot of you know. You have to be very flexible, very smart, like that. I look up. I still look up to other teachers. Like, well, you become a teacher because you're smart you're you're flexible you have a lot of knowledge on this on this field so i still look up to those teachers that's why i wanted to be like them i wanted to be smart like you <laughs> i wanted to learn from you too Fantastic. and it really amazes me yeah, yeah especially those who you know it really is a passion you know teaching is a passion it's really not just something that you get you know to do 
because he wanted to earn money. Um, earning money is like important. <laughs> Very important now we're adults, you know. Money is yeah everything. <laughs> but when when you see your student, it's more like I need to be a better person for them to, to learn from like that. <laughs> Fantastic. So there we go. That's a that's a great piece of advice. I really love your words, uh, Julie. Now. Uh, social media accounts. Where should we follow you on social media, Judy? Um, you can follow my Instagram account. <laughs> It's <laughs> at Hey Jude, H E Y J H U D E. Hey Jude. <laughs> And um, my YouTube channel. I don't post regularly on that channel, but it's there. It, some of my um. Travel vlog, just like uh, documenting. Yeah, yeah, documenting my uh, <laughs> travels, my unboxing videos of BTS albums and <laughs> <laughs> there. So it's yeah. Jude Casa, J H U D E Casa, C A S A. All right, everybody, please follow her on Instagram at Hey Jude with letter H, J H U D. -E. <laughs> There we go. Hey Jude. So yeah. thank you so much, you. Uh, Miss Jude, for being thank on the you. podcast. Thank you so much. Too. I really appreciate you. So it's been a long time since we had this kind of conversation. I really missed yeah. it. <laughs> We're sidetracking things a bit, but think, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah. I definitely love it. So appreciate <laughs> you being on. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you also. Thank you, Kim, for having me. Though, like, it's uh, just brief. Like, you know, we can talk like all night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's like, like, uh, we see. You know, remember when we see each other? Like, we just talk a lot of things. But right. thank you, thank Indeed. you for having me. You're welcome, and you have you. a you have a great day. You enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. Thank yes, you. you too. Have a great Sunday. <laughs> yes. Yeah.